from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Today's guest is an expert in federal contracting processes. He has nearly 13 years experience helping businesses succeed with government contracts. He is the authority in formulating strategies to increase approval in federal government contracting bids. Money Movers, please welcome Jason White. Hi, Jason. Hey, 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 hey. hey. How you feel? I like that introduction. I appreciate it. like that. You like that. <laughs> Listen, we're about giving people their flowers when they're here in front of us. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. For real. Well, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today because, you know, with Greenwood's Money Moves, we're really about inspiring others to pursue, you know, creation of generational wealth, financial literacy, and secure the bag. We want people to make money moves. And there is so much money to be made in terms of obtaining and winning government bids, you know, working Ooh. alongside the government. So I'm really happy to have you here so that you can drop some gems and insight yeah. on how to win in this industry. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like you just said, the federal government is the largest purchaser in the world, but a lot of people don't know how to enter that world. So I'm what I'm doing is breaking that wall down to let any and everybody in as willing to listen. That's we right. We're yeah. like Trojan horse in this place so that we can get all the way in. So Jason, <laughs> let's start at the beginning. And I want um, people to get an understanding of who you are and how you got to this place in your journey and where you sort of learned along the way. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm Jay White, first name, last name. I'm a little guy from from Norfolk, Virginia. 
and I got my start at the gas station. So uh, it's crazy because I wasn't even thinking about contracting, government contracting or anything of that nature. I just was content with my little job being a gas station attendant. It wasn't until my homeboy came through and told me he was given to do government contracting. That's how I got into it. He started, he planted that seed and I just took off and running with it. Back then in 2008, I had no guidance. I had no uh, mentors. I had nobody that can say, all right, do it like this. Because when my homeboy talked to me about or introduced me to the world of federal government contracting, the same night he went to jail. So I couldn't even utilize him as a wow. resource. All right, he went to the same night. He went to jail, same night. So uh, that seed was planted, and I had to go through YouTube and literally figure it out myself. Because I had, I had nobody to like so incredible. You're like, okay, cool. I've got a job. I'm at the gas station. I get a paycheck. And then, I mean, it's just... You know, and I, I feel like this resonates with so many people because you never realize when your blessing is going to show up, when it is going to plant a seed that will change your life. And your stories, I mean, your buddy went to jail the same day he planted a seed. But, you know, fast forward, like, y'all, this is real life. Yeah, everything happens for a reason, right? And then I tell people all the time, you don't know you're in a box until somebody says, hey, it's another box over here. Or it's a door to your box. Walk through this door and you can see the world is bigger. So I didn't even know the world was bigger than what it was until he told me that. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand when you're given the opportunity, are you going to seize the moment? Most people let the opportunity go over their head, right? But when he said government contracting and then the vessel that was used to deliver that information really made it impactful for me because of who said it to me, it made me listen, it made me pay attention and then execute at the same time. Wow, so Jason, you're yeah. on here planting seeds for so many unsuspecting people, y'all. <laughs> All right, so let's go back. The seed was planted, but you said like the person who sort of turned you on to it, he got locked up the same day. So you had to go and sort of do the research to figure this out yourself. Oof, 100%, so, all right. so I, I got a PhD. I'm very proud of my PhD. I got a public high school diploma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're proud, oh, we're proud of, absolutely. You I'm, I'm proud of it. Look, yeah. I graduated high school. I was straight. I'm telling you, Miss Sam, I was good with that. But the thing is, though, like I never was a guy that wanted to read. I never was a guy that wanted to have continuing education. So now that I'm stuck in this world or I'm intrigued from this world, now I got to read. Now I got to pay attention. Now I got to sift through all of this government jargon. And of course, I had my woe is me moments because I'm thinking, man, how can a guy like me break into this world? How can a guy like me that don't like to do all these educational pieces educate himself right. in the world of government contracting and be successful? So I had a lot stacked against me. But one of the things that kept me going, I just felt is a gut feeling. I was just like, this got to be it. I It feels right. My man wouldn't have told me to get involved in this if it wasn't a thing that I could succeed in. So I paid attention to all of those little, you know, uh, voices Fine. in my head. And I just kept, kept and, executing. I mean, yeah. I love it because it's coming from a black man who's literally sitting like, I paid attention to my gut. There were signs. The universe was telling me something like this is the path. You know, and sometimes it feels wishy-washy, right? When you say it out yeah. loud, but like, it's yeah. really the truth. <laughs> it's a thing. Cause like I said, most people, they will listen to the voice in their head. But if somebody says something, a real person, right, says, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? That voice in your head starts to get quieter yep. and smaller and smaller. Well, the yep. voice in my head got louder and louder and louder. Like, no, nah, keep going, keep going, keep going. And now I'm at here where I'm at today. Today, my company has over 
250 contracts, one from the federal government. Wow. Currently, wow. right now, we got 42 current contracts and 32 of them are five years and better. So I got 32 streams of income just coming from the federal government alone, bringing me in five years or more, uh, month after month after month income. Okay, so I think everybody got up and started to pay attention now. You got their attention now. We started talking big dollar contracts. Oh, yes, All right, man. so let's back out. Tell us about the business of, you know, making money from federal contracts. Like, to be honest, I don't know much about it. So I'm learning along with everybody else. All right, I got you. So the federal government does what we call procurement. They procure um, solicitations for products and services. They'll say, hey, world, we need this product or we need this service. And then they create a solicitation and have small businesses or large businesses bid on them. So what I did was I said, okay, back then I didn't have resources. I didn't have credit. I didn't have uh, a network. So I was like, okay, the smart thing to do is, is to win these government contracts and to link up or subcontract them out to companies that's already formulated that can do the work on behalf of my company. Yeah. So I get the government contracts and I sub them straight out to other small businesses that's ready to do the work right here, right now. They have the bandwidth, they have the equipment. They have the knowledge and manpower. So why do I have to formulate that company when it's one already made? So all I do is get the government contracts and subcontract them out. That's the world of federal government contracting. So, the way I do. Jason, I don't mean to simplify it, but you literally are the middleman. 100%. I'm the middleman. You are the middleman that everyone is afraid, like, oh, man, there's some middleman. But you are the middleman. You are the person that takes that cut. What's wrong with being with the world's best connected? What's wrong with the world's Nothing best connected? Nothing at all. I love hey, it. Hey, you need to work. I got you. Oh, you you got the work. I got you. Hey, y'all meet in the middle, but let me get my cut too. It is perfect. <laughs> it is genius. It is brilliant. And this is something that, you know, so you've touched so many different business areas. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So now that we have an understanding of how these contracts work, talk about your first contract. Like, how did you go out and get it? Yeah, so I told, well, I started in 2008. That's when my man told me about it. But because I had such a deep learning curve, because I had no knowledge of the world of government contracting, it took me three years to win my first contract, right? Okay. My first federal government, it took me three years, but I was excited. So that first contract was grease traps. So I had to find a company to do the grease traps, get a quote from that company, put my money on top of their quote, and then send the proposal to the federal government. Well, in 2011, I won that first contract. Now, the contract was valued at uh, around 325000 over three years. But because I was new, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was only getting $125 a month, right? <laughs> but I was, listen, for me, I was excited. I was like, I did it. I finally did it. I cracked the code. I'm getting $125 a month for work I ain't doing. Okay, that's cool. I'm with Yeah, you. I ain't tripping. Listen, I told you I was already content at the gas yep. station. So yep. now I'm getting money. Yep. I'm getting phantom money from work I ain't doing. I'm hyped. I took my mom to Sizzler. I'm this old. Sizzler was still around. <laughs> Mom's was happy. She's like, Mom's was she, excited. She went around telling me. her friends, my son took me to dinner and <laughs> I didn't have to pay a thing. There it is. He's there working is. for the government now. I don't know what he does, but he's doing it. You know that's what it was. She yep. was excited. That's my baby. He doing this. He doing big things. But uh, that was my first contract. Grease traps. I don't. I still don't even know what the equipment is that they use to clean these grease traps, right? And now I got eight of those contracts right now today. Eight withstanding um, grease trap uh, contracts. But two months later, I want another contract. And that was bringing me in a profit of $7,000 a month for the next four years. So oh, you think I was wow. still in that after that? Yeah. Wow. Now we're really talking. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I never tell, I tell people, yes, you can, you can change your life with one federal government contract, but it's not about that. It's about letting the compound effect take effect, right? The federal government looked at, looks at so many different avenues, your past performance, your capability, see if you can handle the job or can your company handle the job. But once they see you got two and three different contracts or you got one, 
the floodgates is open. And that's why I teach my students all day long. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So now because we're all up in your business, tell us about your <laughs> biggest contract to date. It's valued at 5.5 million. Uh, yeah, dollars. And, that, and that's just to clean landfills. I've never even seen the landfill. I've never even seen the workers cleaning the landfill, but it's for landfill. Yes, ma'am. 5.5 million. Wow, that's really, really impressive. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned students as well. So you've started this business. You've had numerous contracts. Mm-hmm. You're not cleaning grease traps, but you're Man really connecting. <laughs> you're connecting people and understanding, like you're delivering, you're basically the middleman creating, you know, right in between supply and demand for yes, really necessary yes. things. So now you've started teaching other people how to do this. It's one of the important things about, you know, economic empowerment, right? I think it's, I think it's responsibility of certain individuals that get to a certain point in life. They got to teach the community. They got to teach people that, that's willing to learn or want to learn so they can so we can help condense their time frames. Because there's a lot of people out here that say they're teaching certain things, but they're leaving people on the hamster wheel. They're not really able to execute because the information that's delivered. So I quickly noticed I had a knack for teaching when Jay from the gas station taking trips. Yeah. Jay from the gas station got a new car. He got yeah. new Tim's on his feet. So people would ask me, hey. What are you doing? How are you doing this? How are you getting this new money? Ain't you still at the gas station? I'm like, I ain't been at the gas station in two years. What you talking about? Yep. <laughs> so they would ask me. So I would teach them. And as I'm teaching them, I'm noticing that they're understanding and they're getting to their next level. So I was like, you know what? I need to do it on a larger scale to reach as many people as I possibly can. Because when I did my research on people that are teaching this industry, they make it so difficult. They make it so complicated. They make it seem like you got to give an arm and a leg and your firstborn child just to get a contract. And it's not that hard. It's super simple. It's super easy, but you just got to be consistent. So I probably started really around 2014, but I, I really, really, you know, dug into it probably around 2018. 2018. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was a good timing. Cause we were just about to go into COVID. So everybody needed alternate streams of income. And you yeah. know, if you know, when the world shut down, it was an interesting time, but here you are, the government still kept going. Hundred percent. My all my contracts ten x. The yeah. federal government is not going to stop. No. They don't. I don't care if it's a pandemic or endemic, whatever they calling it. The federal government will always need a product, and they will always need a service, and they will put it out there. And when they do, I'm here for it, and my students are too. All right, Jason. Well, thank you so much for sharing this. And I feel like, you know, your vision and passion for teaching others completely aligns with what we're doing here at Greenwood and actually resonates with me in particular because one of our founders, Ambassador Andrew Young here in Atlanta, was really big on educating and helping others get contracts, especially within the Atlanta airport. And that has sort of been a history lesson for, you know, those building black excellence in Atlanta. So you are following in the footsteps of some really great people. So thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be able to be on your platform and share this information and also just be a voice and the leader of the new school in terms of federal government contracts. So thank you so much. Okay, Jason, tell us where our money movers can find you on social media and follow you. Check me out at on IG at I am Jason White underscore. I am Jason White underscore. If you talk to me, I'm going to talk back. I do segments on IG called Ask Me Anything Friday, where you can jump on my live and ask me anything in terms of federal government contracting. I'm going to go in. I'm going to answer your questions so you can a- execute. But follow me there. You talk to me, I'm going to talk to you back.
All right, you guys have it. Ask him anything. Money Movers, follow him on social media. But that is all the time we have for today. But Jason will be back doing a deep dive segment. So make sure you check it out. And if we have helped you make your money move, please make sure to let us know by sending us a like, sharing the knowledge you heard here on your social media, and or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to tune in Monday to Friday to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> 